0: everyone and welcome back to the spider shed (laughs) (laughs) you're tuned into dang Dang. uh today we have a special guest with us in the studio um (laughs) our our other sister morgan who's trying to learn the uh you know
1: the family business learn
0: the family business um the main the main reason that brings us to the studio today is recording episode seven of uh season one the spirit world part one uh this is this is a cool episode it sees Aang dealing with um, his duties as the bridge between worlds, and it gives us a glimpse into uh, how the Avatar cycle works, and a lot of other you know cool cool stuff. How to actually interact with spirits and what makes them angry or happy. You know all this good stuff.
1: Just like what the spirit world is.
0: Yeah, exactly. So Sky, uh, to get us started, um, what do you think of Aang and his development in this episode, and like what what this episode does for him as a character?
1: I feel like this episode really sort of gives Aang a sense of his values and like mm-hmm. what, like what these people mean to him that he just sort of met in the South Pole. Yeah. Like what, um, because he has to think about it, right? He has to think about saving Sokka and like what am I gonna do? Because like they're in danger a lot, right? Mm-hmm. That happens if you're just a bunch of traveling young children. Mm-hmm. But like specifically, he has to learn about. Like, his avatar duties and a balancing of both. I am the avatar. I have to deal with things in the real world and the spirit world. As well as I have to deal with, like, maintaining relationships with friends and people. And, like, yeah. how do these things intertwine?
0: Yeah. And it's interesting because he... I mean, this is one of the episodes where we see the damage that the Fire Nation does. Mm-hmm. And, um, a- I mean, Aang always takes responsibility for... Being, essentially being gone for a hundred years and and not having you know been there as the avatar to protect people but it, it, this is interesting in and it is you know like you said a microcosm of that saying like i'm here if i can't protect the like this one person how can i possibly protect the whole world mm-hmm. um and we also see that ang starts to learn what it actually means to be the avatar because before this it's just sort of like he runs around and he's like oh i'm having fun you know i'm doing this he's like, i'm doing I'm that i'm the
1: avatar yeah i'm the avatar
0: but name only mm-hmm. um and so it's kind of interesting to see people be like this is a job that the avatar does and i <laughs> being sort of like oh really
1: <laughs> what's that
0: <laughs> what? bridge spirit what is a spirit world like he just it's interesting cuz he's he's just some kid you know like mm-hmm. at a certain point um and i mean we get we get this more In the last season of Avatar, um, when we learned about Avatar Roku and more of, like, what previous Avatars had Mm -hmm. gotten in terms of their training, but, like, he's, like, not only did they tell him way too early, but, like, he, I think, typically, Avatars don't have to go and do a bunch of stuff until they've already finished all of their training and had a Mm -hmm. bunch of people be like, this is what you have to do, and, like, you learn all the different parts through the elements and, and things like that, so.
1: And Aang's over here like, I can shoot some air at you. now i have to go and fix the spirit world
0: (laughs) yeah exactly i actually i read an interesting thing um on instagram recently because that's where i get a lot on the gram on on the gram uh oh small self plug uh we are a dang dang podcast on instagram we try to go around and like leave insightful comments on people's posts um if you if you are inclined to be gramming with us we grandma, we grandma, we grandma, we grandma, we grandma, right, straight from wherever we are. I
1: don't know where we are.
0: I don't know where Yoshi Island. Yoshi Island. They'll never know where we really are. The greatest kept secret in the business.
1: That's, a shed. That's, that's where that's we a, are.
0: That's a trade secret. Um, <laughs> company assets. Company assets. Oh, fuck. There's a spider on the table. Oh, no. God damn it. Get him! We're going to keep that, by the way. <laughs> Uh, you can mark this
1: episode as
0: explicit. No. All of our episodes are actually marked as explicit. I made sure to put that explicit tag on all of our stuff. Um, because, like, this is a sidetrack. If you don't want to listen, skip ahead 30 seconds. Or so. Or so. Whatever. Um, we, we're marked as explicit because, first of all, I don't know what I'm going to say we don't time.
1: plan this we have we, notes and then we sort of just go for it we just
0: free ball you know that's when the best creative stuff happens we don't happens. edit not edit i tried to make i tried to edit stuff in garageband a while back and it was stupid so we're not i'm not gonna do that again um anyways let's go back to uh what we we're talking about before all right we have the explicit tag because sometimes i swear and i'm not sorry about that um and also i feel like there's not a whole lot of like kids who are like I want to, I like Avatar, I want to go listen to a podcast. So like, it's no. mostly, like, people who are adults being like, I love Avatar, I love, I love Avatar, <laughs> who are going to be like, I want to listen to a podcast. I feel like those people would appreciate some swearing, so. <laughs> yeah, nobody even my age out. would listen to an Avatar podcast. Yeah, I mean, shout out the homies who listen. listened. Um, anyway, Oriana! Or shout out Oriana. <laughs> um, I told her I would give her a shout out. Boom, there Uh, we go. Boom, there we go. Well, Oriana is one of our most devoted listeners. And um, she's she's one of the few people who sends us, you know, letters from the listeners or whatever. Fan mail. She sends us fan mail and corrects us on stuff and, you know, just tells us, you know, what's what essentially. So we're going to have a couple comments from her at the end. Anyways, uh, so Aang in this episode has to learn what it means to really be the Avatar and learn a couple of the jobs that he has to do. Mm-hmm. and it's kind of interesting because, like, spirit, dealing with spirit stuff is is something that is not necessarily only done by the Avatar, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's Well, because like,
1: we see that um, Iroh can at least sense yeah. something about spirits. Yeah,
0: yeah. there's people who, are, and Iroh is a really interesting character in that regard. I mean, in every regard, but especially in that regard, where he is...
1: He's sensitive to the spirit world. He's
0: sensitive to the spirit world. And you have to kind of wonder, like, why people get attuned like mm-hmm. that. And I think for him, it's probably some stuff with his son or something like that. Um, there, Like, there are rumors in the Avatar world that I- Iroh has even been to the spirit world. Um, and we'll, we, we'll talk about that more as we go on. But, yeah, but um, in this
1: episode, we don't know to what extent he can really interact with the spirit world. We just know that he either senses or sees um, Roku's dragon. With Aang yeah. on it. Yeah. And that's just.
0: He feels some yeah. sort of a movement in energy. Or he actually sees. I mean those are kind of the two sides of the spectrum. Right? Like the very least is he's like. Whoa. He feels it. He feels it and he knows kind of what's going like on. Like something.
1: A spirit just went over my head. Yeah.
0: Or he's like. That's I, Roku's dragon. I actually <laughs> see that. I know what's going on. Um, another interesting part of this is that like. Aang is not covert. People see Appa all the time. You know what I mean? And so people... Like, this old man just, like, walking, doing his thing in this burned-out forest. Like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. He sees a flying bison and he's like, that's the Avatar. He's just some random old guy mm-hmm. who's like, that's a flying bison. That means the Avatar's here. Like, what? If this man isn't more than 100 years old, he, that means he never saw one of these things. So that that means that we... Like, people know of the Air nomads. Like, people know what they had. They know about their culture and stuff.
1: Well, because they knew that the avatar would return probably and they wanted to be ready
0: yeah exactly i mean and it's kind of interesting because you have to i kind of wonder about like to what extent the fire nation um attempted to like destroy all the information about the air nomads Mm -hmm. you know or like made it illegal to talk about them or know about them or do research like we know that there's people in the earth kingdom who do research about them but it was Mm -hmm. just kind of an interesting thing that like on top of appa being very like spotable like he's not a mm-hmm. stealthy creature like people also know what he signifies which i thought mm-hmm. was kind of interesting because we didn't have that so explicitly before but this means that just some random person can you know spot him and be like that's the avatar um i'm just gonna keep rolling through these yes yeah. is that okay yeah. okay cool so we see iroh doing some heat bending which is interesting yeah. distinct from <clears> actual <throat> fire bending we see him like Heating up metal. We see him heating up his own bath, his, like, jacuzzi thing. Which is cool because when he, when he, I mean, Iroh is a different type of firebender the entire time. Mm
1: -hmm. He's just far superior to everybody else that we see.
0: He is? And we see that he doesn't firebend the same way that other people do. Other people Mm -hmm. are like, oh, I'm going to firebend.
1: Firebend with strength. He firebends with spirit.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's like, I want to take a nice bath. I'm going to heat it up myself. And it's just like that's such a different mentality, and than he, like Keeleem. Kill Kill ah, but moving on from that, like mm-hmm. in the same line, this is the first episode where we really see Iroh as like the dragon of the west.
1: Mm-hmm. He's powerful. He's, he's real powerful,
0: and he's a he's a intelligent fighter outside mm-hmm. of being an intelligent firebender. Like that's really the interesting thing, is that he like he doesn't really do a whole lot of firebending even when he's captured i mean Mm -hmm. he does he does some heat bending but most of what he does is just like beating up the other you know his enemies and and i think that sort of shows the difference in like and i think a lot of shows do this where there's like a difference between um like base level people in an army Mm -hmm. and like generals and he really shows that disparity where he's like i'm so far above you know all these other people
1: and that's really impressive. So
0: okay, <laughs> we, we technical difficulty we had a slight potential technical difficulty uh, with that, and we just had to make sure that we were actually still recording. <laughs> Anyways, um, so let's let's talk about the spirit world and all the spiritual stuff that happens in this episode and things like that. Uh, so, Aang just really jumps right into the problem. Without Mm -hmm. having any idea of what he's doing. He's like,
1: let's go! Were you,
0: as like a sort of first-time listener to this, or first-time watcher of this episode, were were you convinced with him? Were you like, oh, he fixed it right away?
1: Oh, no, absolutely not. (laughs) Obviously, he has no clue what he's doing. He's just like, um, I guess it's my job.
0: Well, and what did you think of Bye?
1: Hey Bye, the the black and white
0: spirit? Yeah, the black and white spirit
1: adorable panda. Yeah, but He's why... just angry. <laughs> Did you
0: have any idea why he was angry? Like, Well,
1: because the Fire Nation burned down his forest, obviously. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they destroyed his thing. He's like, I'm going to keep taking... I I assume that a, like, a panda or a spirit can't necessarily differentiate between Fire Nation and just people.
0: Yeah.
1: Which I may be Or why would it care to? Yeah, or why would it care to? It's like, these people harmed my home. I'm going to harm them. So yeah. it's like an eye for an eye. Yeah. So like, I guess... Pretty
0: cool. I was really impressed by just like how powerful Hei Bai was.
1: Yeah. That he's like, i right, time to dunk on the Avatar.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's really interesting. Just like how large Hei Bye was and how like what kind of stuff it was up to. It was just super, super powerful. Um and I think maybe that had to do a little bit with it being like near the solstice. Maybe. You know? Because like that, you know, there's like the realms sort mm-hmm. of shifting together and Heybai can kind of come out because i don't think spirits can normally just like you know pop out be like um, hey
1: what's up and hey be like,
0: hey what's going on uh so i i think that was kind of interesting i also thought it was cool that saka was just like let's get him
1: and then snatched
0: <laughs> yeah and then Heybai's like
1: got him
0: and then just dips <laughs> like he's just he's like easy one out. easy one i'm de- i'm good i got my thing for the day
1: i mean what did saka think was gonna happen he's like yeah. boomer
0: time and he's like that's this is you can't defeat
1: me with the boomerang i'm a spirit Mm -hmm. like there's man why
0: (laughs) wild yeah i i think it's interesting though because like we see like aang when he when he flies out after sokka and hebi he goes to the like the totems like Mm -hmm. that little circle which is interesting because it suggests and we see this later actually in Korra. But it suggests that there are...
1: Like, specific entry points. Specific, yeah,
0: specific entry points or places where you can... Doors. There yeah, are doors you... to the spirit world. Yeah, where you can, like, kind of pin the spirit world and the physical world together a little mm-hmm. bit more. Or maybe, like, those already exist and people just learned and then marked them. Which mm-hmm. is interesting because technically... I mean, you would think that the on- there would be, like, designated, like, big spirit portals in like, the mm-hmm. North and the South Pole. But, um... It's kind of interesting in the sense that it Avatar touches on and is like. Here you go. We're just gonna have these like these tomes. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I, some sometimes I write notes and I'm like, that's a dumb note. But uh, here's here's one of my dumb notes. Is maybe there's a theory that Aang was actually killed by Hayab. Oh
1: that that is a theory
0: and well a theory we made up (laughs) i don't think that's true therefore it's a theory (laughs) i mean we talked about this for like five minutes and i was like yeah all right (laughs) there's not enough evidence for that i don't think so i mean if you thought about it in terms of like a literal way like hey bye isn't this enormous creature who like smack backhands aang into a building and then aang is like backhands he just like gets up and he's like all right here we go all right let's go (laughs) And then, the, and then he's like a spirit, and you're like,
1: <laughs> backhanded him into the spirit world. That
0: man's dead. I don't think Aang's actually dead. No. I think that's a, a ridiculous. Just backhanded a spirit out of his body. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sometimes you just get hit hard. Sometimes you just get knocked tf out. Um. <laughs> yeah hey, Bite doesn't exist Hey Bite doesn't exist Aang just got knocked Sokka just lost. I mean okay We're taking this too far <laughs> this to is Wait, not... Aang just got knocked out Aang just got beat <laughs> up And uh It's nobody Okay anyways So What do you think Of the rhino lizards The rhino Okay Rhino lizards I love the dope. rhino lizards I love there, there are, are so many
1: cool well. mounts In this episode Yeah This is a they big They went hard This
0: is a mount heavy episode I mean it makes sense Cause like Okay we were They're talk... traveling They're, They're traveling. traveling a lot this makes sense though because we were we were talking about Appa in terms mm-hmm. of like like Appa as like a plot device mm-hmm. right to allow the gang to like get around the world because otherwise it's like okay you have a twelve year old and the whole world's at war how does he get from everywhere how does he get from
1: the South Pole to the Fire Nation
0: to the, the North Pole there's oceans and stuff and we don't really use. Boats for anybody by the fire. It's, like, it's just kind of interesting. <laughs> they
1: swim. <laughs> yeah,
0: but they, like, they double down on this, and they're like, okay, everybody has, like, mounts to get around from place to place, and mm-hmm. they're not driving cars or whatever. So. <laughs> brum brum. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, okay, so the next next thing that we have here, the next note, is um, shouldn't Appa know where Aang is, even if Aang's a spirit?
1: Yeah, because he's a spirit guide, but he can't find him, and he's deeply saddened. Mm-hmm. He may have been able to find him and just let him go on his mission,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I guess Appa wouldn't really be any help to him, right? Because he didn't really have to travel. Yeah. Appa doesn't
0: really fight. Mm-hmm. Well, he does, but but not, not in the spirit world. Yeah, he it would is, just. It is kind of interesting though that because you see him and he looks visibly sad. Yeah, he and, and Aang tries to get his attention, mm-hmm. and 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 Appa is like too busy comforting Katara or just like cannot engage with Aang
1: which is or kind of, chooses not to yeah
0: yeah i mean i guess this this brings up the other question of like what to what extent does opa have agency and to what extent is he like aware of what's going on around him because mm-hmm. i think that's a pretty crucial thing that we never really question as a viewer until like doing something like this where we're trying to pull apart every little mm-hmm. you know extraneous detail um it is kind of interesting that he doesn't see ang though because of roku's dragon also being in the spirit world because yeah. there, there isn't really like clarity as to whether the spirit world is like the afterlife which i don't think it is no or if it's just like this other it's like an astral plane that you can sort of like phase into mm-hmm. and i think that's much more what it is in the sense i don't i can't say definitively what it is or isn't but it might be kind of
1: both it might yeah
0: because yeah. we know that roku goes there and we know that his dragon is there and it's kind of interesting because I'm not sure if Roku's dragon is like an expression of Roku, or if it's actually Roku, or if it's the way that they died together that made them both. You know,
1: it might just be an expression of Roku, and Roku is just in Aang, You know, yeah, because Roku yeah. is Aang, Ang is Roku. Like it might just be that his spirit guide went to the spirit world mm-hmm. because he's a spirit.
0: Yeah, like yeah. So, and this kind of ties into another interesting thing is, and and I think. We should talk about this more in the next episode because Roku is in it. But why is there no bending in the spirit world? Yeah, because it's like it, it points to the question of like what part of the human body or like what aspect of the human self. essence, yeah, of the self is a bender? Mm-hmm. You know, because if you like, like if you is split... it really
1: just physical or is yeah. it also part of your spirit?
0: Yeah, and I—I I guess what they—I mean what they say not explicitly what they tell you not explicitly through making it so that like you can't bend in the spirit world is that bending is a necessarily physical thing mm-hmm. right like and and that your spirit is sort of like devoid of that mm-hmm. but it's interesting because the lion turtle at the end of avatar talks about this and says that the way that people the way that creatures originally bended the original benders the lion mm-hmm. turtles did this was they bent the energy inside of themselves, which feels like
1: that's a spirit, spirit thing. bending, yeah, and <laughs> blood bending for your spirit. <laughs> it just feels a li- it feels kind
0: of strange. I mean, it points to there being like a third thing. It points mm-hmm. to like there being a physical self, a spiritual self, and then like an energy self. And then mm-hmm. the energy self is what does bending and all that you know, yeah. all that stuff like physical vitality. I get, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. And then linking to this and Roku's Dragon, like, what is the actual purpose of the animal guides?
1: Yeah, like, what, what do, do you... they do? do? Are they just there to, like, transport you?
0: Well, like, what do you think? What do you think the purpose of an animal guide is?
1: I feel like, to some sense, they're, like, your security detail, you know? Like, <laughs> just, like, get you out of there when you're stuck, you know?
0: That's, okay, I could see that.
1: But also, I feel like they have to serve some other purpose, right? Like, there has to be something. Like, they have to sort of... I would just... I want them to help Aang on his journey, right? Like yeah. I want it to be that, but I don't necessarily know that it's that.
0: Yeah. No, that makes that makes sense. I mean, I think that the animal guide is like just like a full companion for for the yeah. avatar. Yeah, best friend. Yeah, like somebody who who you can always depend. I could because I imagine the different avatars. Have you know different crews it must be
1: lonely to be an avatar it must be lonely because you you have to travel all you do is fix other people's problems
0: yeah and so i think that and we i mean we don't know that there's a team avatar every single time i mean i yeah i mean we just don't have that information there's like Mm -hmm. so many avatars over the course of the entirety of human history that like it wouldn't make sense to say that every single one of them has a team avatar but i think that we can assume that all of them do have animal guides yeah um which is kind of interesting, because we never really get a whole lot of information on that, other than, like, Roku has a dragon, Aang has Appa, mm-hmm. Korra has um, Naga. You know, mm-hmm. like, the polar bear dog. Anyways, uh, moving on to sort of the other side of the list, to Zuko, in the episode... We see that Zuko sees Aang flying off on his bison. Or... Who is it that's flying on the? Is it Aang on the bison? I don't think it's Aang. Somebody else. Z- Zuko sees Appa. Zuko sees Ape. Zuko sees up flying while he's looking for his uncle. He's like the Avatar. And then he he looks at it, and then he looks at the tracks that he's following to find his uncle, and he chooses his uncle, which I think <laughs> is really interesting in that he like this is very early foreshadowing into him saying or him realizing that his interpersonal bonds are more important than his like weird idea of what his honor is yeah
1: it's more important to him to save the one person who still cares for him than to go and find the avatar and get his dad's love back
0: that that is such a huge move Mm -hmm. in a big step
1: for him and he i mean he doesn't really i don't think he gets it. he doesn't
0: capitalize on this right like it's Mm -hmm. not he doesn't continue moving along Mm -hmm. those lines Mm -hmm. but are there more spiders no what are you looking at oh okay (laughs) this this shed has a lot of spiders and sometimes one of us just starts like looking off in a weird direction in a certain (laughs) way and we're just like yeah spider anyways um back to zuko yeah zuko Zuko is such a good fighter Mm -hmm. it's like i feel like because after azula shows up we start comparing him to azula constantly that we sort of look at him as, like, oh, he's not that good. But Azula's, a li- like, a prodigy. And Zuko is just, like, a regular dude to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Like, I mean, he's royalty, right? And the royalty are, like, the best benders in the Fire Nation, I guess. But, but like, he's
1: been banished since he was young, right? Like, he... Yeah,
0: I mean, since he was 14.
1: Yeah, but still, like, you're 14, you don't have all your training, yeah. right? Yeah. You learn throughout your your bending life.
0: Yeah, but we we I think we see in this episode a little bit of how intensely iroh has been training him and mm-hmm. like showing how how much progress that he he's had mm-hmm. um i wrote always break the root so that's good. <laughs> what a good what a good comment <laughs> self I um i oh, think that oh, refers oh, to oh. fighting yeah yeah i think it does refer to fighting because when they're fighting the Earthbenders. One of them breaks the root that the Earthbender has, and like scalds his feet, and then yeah. the Earthbender falls over, and then he can yeah yeah, and then they win.
1: <laughs> Always break the root.
0: Always break the root. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my gosh, I think it was cool um, to have the foreshadowing for Susan's comment. Yeah. Um, this this and just the indices. visiting
1: Roku's little island yeah. shrine tower crescent moon thing.
0: Yeah, I mean it shows us like that there are again like that there are places where the spirit world and the physical world sort of touch Mm -hmm. but also showing that part of the reason that's the case is because of the avatar so it really shows that the avatar can have an incredible impact on the world Mm -hmm. which is more meaningful once we see Aang go oh I'm going to give you this acorn I'm going to show you that there's like there's hope there's hope the world can be rebuilt and Mm -hmm. that's enough to make Haibai give everybody back and I thought that was a really Mm -hmm. interesting way to you know to touch on the the actual duty of the avatar and what the avatar is supposed to do in the world and how (laughs) they make everything better essentially (laughs) um hey
1: bike gives back like five people small price to pay for acorn
0: yeah (laughs) yikes
1: you know he's a panda and then he plants bamboo on the way out like what
0: (laughs) yeah like what kind of that's not what bamboo looks like as a seed
1: like you don't get
0: acorn like the trees i mean okay this is some basic symbolism you know what i mean like they they were like
1: what will small children understand acorn they were make like,
0: tree acorn make tree bamboo is for panda <laughs> it's like got it thanks chief good work everyone <laughs> <laughs> makes it makes perfect sense um before we get into uh, listener comments um where were the people's spirits while they were in the spirit world? First question. And second question: Do they remember anything from being in the spirit
1: Ooh. world? Yeah, were they just like chilling, or were they like going to spirit world cafes and interacting with spirits? And I mean, we never. Or was Haybai just like keeping them in
0: his basement?
1: Like yeah, what?
0: Well, you would think that somebody would be. Like, they were like, soccer are you okay?" He's like, "Yeah." And they're like, "How do you feel?" And he's like, "I have to go to the bathroom." They weren't like, where were. Like, no, <laughs> at no point did they have a conversation of being like, Sokka. What'd you see? Where. What. What happened? He was just like. He was like, I got to pee. He's like, concealed don't feel. Next. Let's just do the next episode, please. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with this. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, Sokka. Anyways. um Moving on to the uh, letters from our listeners portion of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, shout out Oriana for uh, sending in this message. So, in the. F- first or second episode that we did um we talked about double features as like a first episode thing Mm -hmm. and we weren't sure like why that happened or if it was common Oriana wrote in to us to say that um it was in fact very common and that she (laughs) doesn't know why it stopped happening but but that at the time Mm -hmm. it was actually very common for them to do that and when I think about it it does kind of make sense because it's like it's like a cliffhanger, but like on the first episode, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Whoa, when's the you're next like, episode?" I don't know what's the next. It, I feel like it could definitely like artificially boost your ratings for that yeah. first episode and the second episode. And, yeah, and, and I, I imagine it's probably like. Some, it's a
1: good way to get young children engaged and yeah. be like, "I want to watch the next episode yeah. that comes out next week."
0: And I, I imagine that like the episode to episode retention was like an important metric that they used mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, and then I guess this is just an ongoing question that we sort of talked about as a group a while ago but um just just how intelligent is appa how yeah. much agency does Oppa have and and really like what is he um you know what is he up to what is he thinking yeah, about like
1: what's going on in his brain how big is his brain
0: yeah how smart is this creature i mean he's got
1: a big head
0: he does have a big head
1: orca brain orcas
0: oh my god orcas, <laughs> oh my god, orcas. We won't tell that story. We don't need to talk about orcas. (laughs) We
1: don't need to talk about our trauma. We
0: don't need to talk about our trauma vis-a-vis orcas. Uh, Anyways, so thanks for tuning in, everybody. (laughs) Thank you. That's a good note to end on. Uh, Mm -hmm. As always, thanks for listening. We hope you come back next time. Yeah. Um, And if you'd like to get in contact with us, please email dangpodcast at (laughs) gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram at dangpodcast.
1: Get down in our DMs.
0: Yeah, get down and diggity in our DMs. Thank you all for showing up and listening, and this has been... Dang!